Welcome to the Inscape Podcast, where we explore the inner world and discover our unique power to create. My name is Tanya Nelson, and this is part one of episode three, Stories. Welcome to this week's podcast of Stories. This is an incredible awareness and practice to look at our stories. What does it mean and what comes up for us on the surface? And as we start to explore moving into our inscape, what it means moving into ourselves and the amount of value and the amount of power that comes from diving into this subject is massive. I realized as I was going along my journey and as I was starting to see the thing that would really stop me from moving into my heart and moving into the inscape and really starting to feel the power within myself was the story I was telling myself. And I can't wait to really look at what this means for all of us. At first glance, remember that we have our programming in our mind already established And when we say a word, the brain automatically pulls up a file in a database of what it means. And moving in to our intimate space and being able to clear the space within us and be able to to continue to move in is the goal of this podcast. So stay with me here. Look at on the surface and let's walk ourselves into what does stories mean? What does it mean to to even think about the word stories. What does it trigger for you? What it, What's on the surface? For me, as I looked at this at first glance, when I think of the word stories, if I move to my head, I think about the first memory of the the experiences that I've had with stories. The first memory I had my, was got to be with my older sister. She was so incredibly connected to nurturing and protecting in a way that really allowed me to feel safe when I was around her. She was about three years older than I am. And remember, I'm the youngest of seven kids. And so my parents were not very hands-on. They they really were at a different phase in their life. And so she was very nurturing and, and like a parent a lot to me. So as I think about stories, I think about her reading to me and I think about the experience and the good feeling I had of connection and safety as she would read me books. And I loved those times and those moments. And as I think about that, I start to realize that that was something that I really wanted to pass to my own kids. I have six kids and I really think that with my oldest especially, I was so dedicated to the value of reading and the stories that she was able to experience in her life. And it wasn't, it wasn't just something that I mirrored and reflected to her. It wasn't something that I just valued. At a very, very young age, she was so drawn to books and, and stories and always wanted to be reading. We have so many memories of her with books and, and always wanting books and wanting to read. And I'm really excited because a little spoiler is I'm doing a part two to this podcast and she is going to be a special guest on it because her awareness of what stories mean to, to her and to all of us is very enlightening and such a fun gift. So I'm excited to share that 
with you in the next episode of this podcast. After I think about that, I think about my kids. I think about the times that I shared with them. And I think about the connection of them on my lap and and reading stories and teaching words and feelings and emotions that come along with it. There's such, there's so much value to stories. I think about my favorite books. I think about movies. I think about the stories that I'm, that I watch and that I hear. And as I keep going into, into this subject a little deeper and deeper, I also think about the stories of generations and history I think about my own parents and the stories that they told me. Both of them have transcended. And so I think about the fact that I was able to hear their stories and their experiences and the history that goes along with that. And that was deeply ingrained in the culture of my family and the experiences that I have experienced growing up. It was it was a lot about journaling and passing down stories. And really, I continue to think about the connection that comes along with that. And the more I can recall stories, the more connected I feel to them. So I start to move in and, and realize that there is so much value to the experience of life as I look at this word story, as I start to feel how impactful this has been in each each one of our lives each one of our lives and and for me especially i start to think about how many different stories i have heard in my life and i realize that each one of these stories have shaped my reality each one of these stories has shaped my reality every book i have read every movie every person every teacher every friend Every connection I have, I can recall a story that goes along with it. And I start to realize that each one of these stories have planted a seed inside of me, inside of my my brain. And this is what I recall in everything that I experience is a story. I recall a story. I recall a, a label or a a way of understanding something. It's always around a story. And I realized that my entire subconscious, my entire programming, subconsciously and consciously, are based off of stories. And if we think about this, we realize that these stories that we have heard and the stories that we have accumulated and everything that we have experienced comes from a story. And this is incredibly empowering when we realize that the impact of these stories are all based off of what we deem as true or not true or something to be afraid of or to resist or not to resist what is good and what is bad. So many judgments are going to come from these stories and we're not even talking about whether these stories are true or not true because they are just that. They are stories. And so as we look at the fact that our entire experience in this life, everything that we are experiencing is based off of these stories, we realize that this is what makes up our entire life, our entire experience. So when I say this is incredibly valuable and the amount of depth that we are able to go to when we look at our stories 
this is why is because everything is made up of stories and our brains are wired to identify or to to experience stories every our brains want to know what the story is around things this is how we feel safe in this world is by these stories and it's also how we navigate everything so as I start to move in closer and closer what I realize is is that my brain and my head has a story for everything there is a answer that I can pull up from the archives of my experience and there is a story that will match everything that I want to know. So everything that I experience, every question that I have, and I realize that there is this never-ending story that is constantly going on in my head. Now the reason this is important is because we are always asking questions and we are always experiencing what we want to experience or what we don't want to experience. And it's based off of these stories that we're experiencing whatever it is we're experiencing. And so we know that we create from within. We know that the power that we have, the energy, the kinetic energy that is inside us, the energy that that moves inside of us, the way that we feel is what is actually creating the reality of our lives. This is this is exactly how all things are created. And so when we realize that the story itself is just a way to understand the energy or a way to experience life, then we realize that there can be an incredible amount of struggle or disconnect or confusion in our lives. And we can be experiencing so many mixed results based off of the stories that we have going on in our heads. And until those are in alignment, until we can tell a story that matches the power inside of us, that matches the universe and God and source. And until we can receive the light that is within us all and the darkness that is within us all, and until we can be comfortable in a way that is so expansive, then we experience a resistance or a cutoff that starts to happen with the Inscape because things won't be in alignment. If we're telling a story that doesn't match the power within us, then we wonder why we are not getting the results that we're wanting. We wonder why the experience that we're having feels the way that it does. It's all based off of these stories. As I start to observe the stories in my head, as I start to listen to what it is that I believe about whatever it is that I'm experiencing, what I believe about my relationships, what I believe about my finances, what I believe about my body, what what stories am I telling myself around every part of my world? And as I start to observe that, there is this incredible sanctuary that starts to happen. When we move into the observer, we start to move into this this space that is just beyond our story. And without judgment, if we can allow ourselves to look at these stories, this is a beautiful way to start to observe what it is that we're telling ourselves, observe what what stories we're telling ourselves and where did they come from? I mean, if you can really connect where these stories come from, it will be even more powerful because again, it's just that, it's a story. It's somebody's idea of how to put words together. It's somebody's idea of how to articulate the inscape of themselves and what they were experiencing and the different generational 
stories that have been passed down of survival and judgment and guilt. And there's so many different stories that we have been told. And as I start to move in, I think about the fact that the never ending story as I'm observing it, I also see that I'm constantly asking questions. I'm constantly asking myself based off of the stories that I'm telling myself, whether or not these stories are true. So move into observing the stories first and really practice what stories are we telling ourselves. And some of us are on repeat and our stories aren't changing much. And there's a reason why they're loud. There's a reason why we are in a constant loop or narrative of the stories that we're telling ourselves because there's something that we're wanting to discover in these stories. There's something that we're wanting to expand or move beyond these stories. They are restrictive in a lot of ways. So really allowing ourselves to look at our stories, write them down, journal them, but be conscious of them to observe and allow ourselves to connect to our stories in a way that says, this is part of me. This is part of the experiences I'm having and really allow yourself to look at the questions next. What questions are these stories bringing up for me? What is it that I am experiencing with these stories and what questions do I have? I do an exercise that I mentioned in my book, The Inscape, and I experience this with my clients and I feel like it's one of the most powerful ways to really look at the stories we're telling ourselves and allow ourselves to open up to the possibilities of what it is that we're wanting. And that is to ask ourselves questions. The reason it's so powerful to ask ourselves questions is because our egos have a difficult time not knowing something because our egos are designed to keep us safe. So these stories are all based on our ego and our identity and what we've been telling ourselves. And we are much, much more comfortable in our stories than we can imagine. These stories are what help us feel safe and they are what keep us in a place of knowing instead of moving into the unknown, which is extremely scary for most of us if we are not familiar with moving into this unknown, moving into the inscape and exploring the possibilities of what's out there for us. And so asking ourselves these questions and moving beyond the ego and moving beyond our identity, it allows us to not know the answer. It allows us to say, here's all the questions that come up for me. And don't judge one question. It can be, is the sky blue? And it can be, why am I here? Just ask questions over and over. I usually say 25, 50, 75, 100. Really move into as many questions as you can ask yourselves until you can see the deep questions that you have. So as I ask these questions, I can move beyond my ego. I can move into a place that says it's just a question. I don't have to to I don't have to know the answer to these questions. And it's a really great way to give yourself freedom to ask any question that comes up. And each question will also create a pattern into more questions. And so really allow yourself to explore the stories in your head and move beyond those and what questions do you have about them? What questions are coming from this story? If I have a narrative going on in my head about the story of, uh, let's, let's say Cinderella 
I had been told this story over and over in my life. And if I was looking for a prince to come and rescue me, this would be a really good time for me to question this story. Do I want to be rescued? Do I want someone to come in and do I want to rely on someone else for what it is I'm looking for to save me in some way? That's just an example of, of really looking at the stories that we're telling ourselves and questioning each one of these stories, really questioning what it is that I'm telling myself. And as I do this, I start to look and see and experience deeper into myself, into the beliefs that I have. So if we're using Cinderella as a story, then knowing that I have a program running in the background that says that somebody else is supposed to come into my world and find me and rescue me. As I look at this belief, I realize that this story has also created a belief. And we all know that this is a belief that will create an experience of struggle and resistance. It will keep me from really receiving my own power. It will keep me from creating the world that I want because I think I need somebody else to do it. So the belief of this story goes beyond the question and the story in my head. There is a deeper belief going on. So the value of looking at these stories are so huge. As we do this, we start to move into the inscape. We start to move into the feeling that comes from this. As I question these stories, as I, as I look into the belief, I can now say, is this true? And what if it wasn't true? And what happens when I start to feel the power within me to create, the love that is within me? And as I look at the vast universe that is inside of me, as I look at the possibilities of what it is that I'm wanting to experience and what it is I'm wanting to receive, I realize that this feeling inside of me is already there to create what it is that I want. I can now tap into the Inscape and start to feel what it is that I want. I can start to feel the connection to myself. I can start to feel the creator in me. I can start to feel the love within me. I can start to feel the freedom inside of me that will allow me to experience whatever it is that I want without anybody else being the, the source of that. As we start to look at these stories in our head and these, this never-ending narrative that's been going on, and then we start to question, and then we move into the belief that's underneath that, now we can start to say, this is what has created this pattern or the current experiencing, experience that I've been experiencing, not only generationally, because the, the truth is, is that this is probably, these stories have been passed down from generation to generation. And so I can see where this was projected onto me and these stories that were told were told to, you know, my mom and my my her mom and, and beyond that, right? And so now I can really start to say, is this a story I want to start telling? And as I move into the inscape and as I move into the possibilities inside of me, I now know that the stories that I've been telling myself was what was blocking and what was preventing me from experiencing everything that I wanted in the inscape. What was experience, it was 
stopping me from feeling the power I have within me to not reach outside of myself and to move inside of myself and say, everything I want is here. I can feel it. I can feel this this infinite amount of possibilities inside of me, this infinite amount of power inside of me. And what's been stopping me all along are the stories and the beliefs that uh, I believed about myself. And really my head versus the, the space within me and the possibilities inside of me. So as I look at this, I realize that moving into the Inkscape, our stories have been our greatest obstacle. That this is why we have not been feeling what it is that we've been wanting to feel. This is why we have not been able to create what it is we want to create. This is why I have not been fulfilled in my life because I have been separated from my true nature. I've been separated from my inscape. I've been separated from myself and I have believed the stories and I haven't been able to get past the story in order to feel what it is that I'm wanting to feel. So I'm going to give you some examples. Just know that if your ego or your brain is already resisting this process, soften as, as much as you can into the possibility of allowing our stories to change. Now, our, remember our stories are comfortable. And you will be able to have proof and evidence of these stories as long as it serves you. So these stories have served you up until this point. And even if you believe that it's uncomfortable, even if you believe that this story is not serving you, I have so many clients that will tell me, this is not the story that I want to have. And this is, this is not comfortable and I'm miserable and I, I'm not getting what I want. And they don't realize that the uncomfortable is actually turned into comfortable. That they've been telling these stories so long that this is what keeps them safe because it's known. The story is so known. And we can gather as much evidence as we want to validate this story. This is what our ego, this is what our brain is designed to do. So if I have a belief that I'm supposed to be rescued or that somebody is supposed to come in and and provide me with this feeling of love, then what'll happen is, is I can find evidence of how this is either happened for me or how how it is is not happening for me. And I will I will gather all the evidence based off of all the memories and all the stories and everything will match and that's what will keep us safe as our stories will always be validated by our head we can always find evidence of our stories so realize that our ego and our minds are going to resist questioning these stories because it will move us into the inscape in a way that will feel unfamiliar. It will start to feel not as, as comfortable. It'll start, we'll have to really get comfortable with the unknown and really moving into all the possibilities that are in the inscape. So our brains are wired for stories and our ego is and our identity and these stories are what we believe makes up our entire experience and they are comfortable. I have witnessed this so often in my own life, in other people's lives, and turning a story or changing a story is extremely difficult for most people. 
And the reason why is because of what we've talked about. It's because of it is the known. It is what we believe is comfortable. And we have so much evidence of it being true. And really changing a story around takes a lot of work for most people. And we cannot give someone a new story if they do not want it. So including ourselves, we cannot give ourselves a new story unless we are really willing to feel the unknown and to start to explore the possibilities inside of us. Getting really comfortable with our inscape is the best way to allow ourselves to, to receive a new story and to start experiencing something new within ourselves. And just remember, people will die for their story. They, it is, it is so comfortable and so known that it is extremely difficult to change a story until you practice it, until it gets more comfortable, until we realize that it's just that. There is a way to move into and rest in a way that says, this is just a story I'm telling myself and I've been telling myself and there is a question here that, that is wanting to be answered and there's a belief underneath it that may or may not be serving me any longer. So in my introductory seven day program, I do the prompts myself and I love to work through them and experience what comes up for me in each one of these, these programs and each one of these prompts. And so as I practice these, the day one and the first question is to observe my inner and outer world. And so as I'm doing this, I start to notice that I have a story going on that I'm questioning my value. And that in itself is, is already fairly deep because I know how to get there fairly fast. And if I were to, to look at this, the story of this is I am launching this new business and I'm ready to be vulnerable and powerful in my outside world. And what I've been wanting is to be valuable. And so as I look at my outer world, I look at what is showing up for me. And it is that I can start to gather all of these stories and this evidence of where and who and what would match this story of I'm not valuable. And I have plenty of evidence of not being valuable. I can gather a thousands of stories of where I didn't feel valuable in my outer world. And because this is this story is coming up, I started to look at all of the ways that I was I was starting to feel disconnected from the value within me. I was starting to feel the separation from myself. And so as I look at that, I realize that in my outer world, I believe I'm disconnected from value. And I think about reaching out and the different ways, the different choices I make to get value. Maybe it's it's a, a fight that I start so that I can hear myself be valuable with, with somebody. Maybe it is uh, a way of experiencing life and, and feeling different labels that come on in my world as I start to, to want to feel valuable. It's, it's ways that I interact with my kids or my clients. And, and I'm realizing that I, that I feel like my ego has something to prove as I look at my outer world and the feeling of lack that comes into whether or not I believe I'm valuable or not. 
So I look at my outer world and I realize that I'm gathering evidence and I'm proving my story right. I'm proving that there is a lack of value that I must be feeling. And what happened as I separated my outer world from my inner world is it allowed me to move past my story and be aware of the fact that I believed or I had a story going on that said, I don't feel valuable. That's what I was telling myself. But as I started to move into the Inkscape and as I started to move past my story, I realized that saying that there was lack inside of me and starting to feel lack of value inside of me was impossible. That it was the story of lack and the evidence that I was gathering in my outside world that was was making it so that I believed that was true. But as I moved into my inscape and I said to myself, I want to see if I feel lack. I must be feeling lack. And the truth was, is, is I, as I got present and as I allowed myself to move into my body and as I allowed myself to move into my inscape and actually feel what it was that I believed I was feeling, which was lack of value, I realized that I couldn't feel lack. That the moment I got present, the moment I actually allowed myself to feel the inscape, there was no lack. It wasn't possible. So as I, as I realized this, I realized that I was telling it was just outside of me that these stories of lack was outside of me and that I was disconnected from the abundance and the value that is that is inside of me and that the stories weren't true it was immediate it it brought me to tears in that moment as I moved into the inscape it brought me to tears because I realized that there is so much to receive there is so much value inside of me to receive and it didn't match the story that I was telling myself and energy is abundant when felt there is no shortage of energy there is no lack of energy and the idea and the emotion once labeled is no longer the inscape it's a label in the head so when I allowed myself to feel the energy I realized that it wasn't possible to actually feel this lack And I had to look at my ego in the face. I had to look at my story and I had to really allow myself the space and the non-judgment to ask myself the question, is it going to still continue to serve me to be out of alignment with who I am, with the infinite connection that I have with the universe with God with source is it going to continue to serve me to continue telling this story and it's not that it went away overnight because the moment I go into my head and the moment I go into my outer world I can choose back into that story but I realize that there is a separation that happens and if I want to be miserable and if I want to believe these stories and if I want to play small and hold myself back then I probably just need to match the story with the results that I'm having which is it it is serving me 
to feel lax so that I don't actually have to feel the incredible amount of value that is in my Inscape. And so just getting real and honest with ourselves is a huge step into this process. And so as I look at the value that was within myself and as I look at the disconnect that was in the story that I was telling myself, I realized that I had a choice to make. I have a choice to make and I can trust the feeling that is within me and I can start to trust myself and I can not get separated or when I do get separated I know how to return home and I know how to go move back into my inscape and ask questions and be able to allow myself to to feel what it is that I'm wanting to feel so what I realized is after I was able to shine a light on my ego and my identity and the stories that I've been telling myself when I moved into the inscape that story had to be left behind this is a perceived separation that a lot of people could question whether or not they feel like themselves as they start to leave their stories behind. There becomes an unknown that feels like this is what separates us from ourself. So understanding that if we believe that our self is our identity, if we believe that these stories are what makes me who I am, then that is the uncomfortable unknown that we're going to start to feel. As we move into the inscape, as we move into the essence of who we are, as we start to feel what is inside of us, as we start to tap into the power that we have to create, we realize that this starts to become home, that we trust this above all else. We trust this before we trust the story. So you have to ask yourself if the separation comes from the stories leaving them behind or whether or not the feeling and the connection to the energy inside of us is what separates us from from ourselves. So what is the self is, is a huge question. I personally know and have experienced that my stories do not make up who I am and that these stories have created a lot of separation from the inscape and the true essence of who I am. So leaving our story behind, most of them will never work. Most of the stories that we have, most of the programming that we've been programmed with, most of the stories will not work as we currently know them, as the current perspective that we're in, as we feel the separation or the lack within ourselves or the judgment that we have, those will not work when we move into the inscape because the inscape is infinite and there is a connection to everything that will not match and it will will be impossible to tell a story of lack or judgment when we move into the inscape. So the Inscape is full of pure positive energy. It loves and it supports. It never takes or lacks anything. So this is a really good indicator of whether or not I am actually in the Inscape or not. If I'm feeling lack, if I am feeling judgment, if I feel separate from the pure power that is that is within me. If I feel anything of lack or judgment, then I am in a story. I'm in my head. I'm not actually in the inscape. This is a really good indicator of moving past that story and starting to feel the energy that's inside of us. Our resistance to leaving our story 
comes from the fear of feeling. The fear of feeling. Now, some of us have been cut off from feeling an emotion and not allowed the receiving or the experience of emotion more than others. So if you've been told that you're emotional, if you've been told that you feel too much, this is a good opportunity to start to experience and tell yourself a different story. That allowing yourself to feel is also a huge step and a huge amount of progress, if you will, into receiving what is in the Inscape. I've worked with many people and I've had many times in my life where just allowing myself to feel was was a practice and really moving into my emotions and moving into my heart was the practice. So really allow yourself to look at the energy that's there and the resistance that we may or may not have to feeling and the power and the truth of who we are and what we're connected to. So even though you may or may not be able to feel, realize that it is the label in the stories that is creating any of the separation from that feeling. Feeling is nothing more than energy. It is nothing more than amped up or deep energy in our in ourselves and so this is where we start to create a story around this energy and this is why we may have a fear of it you may already have known what it feels like to feel anxiety that's a label that's a story you may know what it feels like to feel depression that's also a label and a story into something that is incredibly high vibrating or deeply um, connected into ourselves and so this is a way to stop listening to the stories and allow ourselves to say, am I afraid to just feel this feeling? And the reason why I've been afraid is because of the way that I have labeled it or my judgment on it. And some of us may feel to the point where it feels like it's going to take over, but realize that the more we feel, the more power we have to create within us. It is the stories and it's the judgment and it's the, the fear that comes in that is attached to this feeling that creates that struggle. So our resistance to leaving our story comes from the fear of feeling. It comes from the fear of knowing that we are that powerful, that there is that much space inside of us, that we are connected just like the universe. The vast universe outside of us is inside of us. It's the same thing. Imagine what it feels like as we start to look at the uh, picture of the universe as we start to picture what it would be like to be to be floating in space that is what it feels like sometimes inside of ourselves when we move into the unknown and we can see why we resist the feeling of that feeling the unknown until we realize that this space is also what everything is created from. This is the infinite amount of possibilities that are that it is available to us. It's available to each and every one of us. It's not based off of all these outside things that we believe it's based off of. If you want to create wealth, if you want to create the body, if you want to create or manifest anything outside of you, it is inside of you that this gets created from. It is being comfortable 
in our energy and in our inscape and in the unknown and being able to receive anything outside of us. And until that lines up, we're going to create struggle and we're also going to create something that is not sustainable. And so there's so much to looking at our fear of feeling and how vulnerable it feels to experience emotion. But knowing that this emotion is power, this emotion is what we are creating with. This is what is going to give us anything that we're wanting is this kinetic energy, this vast energy that's inside of us. So the more we can feel, the more we can allow ourselves to move into these spaces that are uh, mysterious and the there's there's so much unknown and magic that goes on inside of us when we start to feel comfortable in our inscape we realize that these stories can be left behind and that it's okay and that I'm safe what would a rebirth look like for you this is a really powerful question what would a rebirth look like for you and the reason I ask this question is because it is like a rebirth to question our stories or to leave them behind. It is freedom like you may not have ever experienced before. It is a way to completely receive and be far more connected to the space within you. It is a place of coming home and allowing ourselves to create what it is that we want to create. Knowing that a a rebirth is possible for every one of us, that we could allow ourselves to question or experience any story that we have been telling ourselves. What would that feel like? And would we allow ourselves to feel that kind of space, that kind of letting go? I am so excited to record part B of this podcast and introduce to you one of my greatest mentors and somebody in my world that has truly mastered what stories mean to all of us. There is so much more to explore on this subject and I cannot wait to introduce my daughter to you this uh, in part B of this podcast in stories. So stay tuned and we will we will explore what stories mean on another level. So Right now in this moment, I just want to invite you to take a deep breath. Stop moving if you're moving wherever you're at and just allow yourself to to breathe and take in this present moment. And allow yourself to receive just this moment. Let all the stories go and just breathe in this moment. Give yourself the gift of this moment just for you. Everything we are wanting is in this present moment. Let the stories go and feel this moment. All possibilities, everything we are wanting is in this moment. Let go of any stories that are in your head. Ask yourself, what would it feel like 
to let go of the stories I've been telling myself. How much courage and bravery would it take to let go of any story that is no longer serving me? Can I tell a different story? 